Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, this is Note to Self, and I'm your host, Peyton Sarton. From Q&As and breakup tips to simply navigating every stage of life, Note to Self is a space to get messy, explore new perspectives, and ultimately empower yourself and others. Grab some wine or a mocktail, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, y'all. So I'm sitting here with my friend Iman. I didn't even ask you if you were ready to go. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> you just kind of like snapped into position. I'm ready. <laughs> So Iman has been on my podcast before. I don't remember what number episode it was, but it was towards the beginning of the podcast, pre-me being with Dear Media and everything like that. And we talked about your role at We're Not Really Strangers, just work stuff. Yep. All the good stuff. Relationship stuff. Yeah. I'm sure. We actually recorded for like way too long. I remember that. Yeah. I just squished that episode down because I think we were like drinking wine. <laughs> just also, people shit. were DMing me Would You Rathers for months. Oh, I yeah. I loved it. I got she's, so many. She's the resident Would You Rather girl. We should definitely do an episode of, of Would You Rathers. I totally forgot about we that. We should. That would be people so fun. Them. Yeah. We did good ones. So I'll um make a new form. I have like 8,000 forms <laughs> for submissions. I'll make a new form for the best Would You Rathers. We need some really fucking good ones. Okay. Like we're not doing the one horse-sized duck a thousand no. duck-sized horses, whatever. No. Whatever that one was, things like that. Or the Cheeto finger ones. People no. should also use things that like they know about you to make a really good one. Yeah. Like that'd be Iman good. is very creative when it comes to stuff like that. Thank so I'm you. sure you'll, you'll come up with some. Well, Iman, just introduce yourself again to the audience. I didn't really tell you you're going to do this. So <laughs> if you haven't pre- prepared a short monologue. Okay. My name's Iman. I work out. We're not really strangers. Me and Peyton have been friends for some years now like seven years now yeah very long time Iman was like my first friend in LA yeah my first friend that stayed my friend you know yeah like because I was interning whenever I met you I was still in college (laughs) I think that's all I I'm 26 years old it was just my birthday um Iman is from LA yes for her birthday she made everyone come to a party and dress exactly like her yeah which was hilarious to see (laughs) i had like a clone i didn't have i didn't say hey wear this outfit that i wear i was just like everyone has to dress like me and i literally had 1000 clones in my exact outfits (laughs) at my birthday which is also why i want so many kids because i also want a million of my clones like all the time i just love being cloned it's the best (laughs) it's so fun you would have been like a great twin oh my like a literal clone i know I know it's hard opportunity. For me to, it's hard for me to see twins. It is. <laughs> it's emotional. It's hard to look at. <laughs> well, yeah, Iman and I have been friends for a long time. And yes, like I said, this is her second episode. So y'all definitely go listen back to the first episode because I feel like you had some really great nuggets of advice in the midst of our wine conversation. But today we're going to talk about your spooky, creepy stories that were submitted to my little form that I made y'all. So I got some good ones. I chose some from kind of all different realms of spooky. I got way more submissions than I thought I would. So if I didn't read yours, I'm just going to validate it. It still was spooky. It still was scary. So scary. But some of them overlapped and like kind of topic wise. So I chose some good ones, I think. Wait, do you know what you're going to be for Halloween, by the way? We should probably start talking about about that, but I guess after we can talk about it after. Well, I can. I'll go through the options that Joe and I have. Uh, Okay. Okay. Oh, you guys are doing matching. Yeah. Okay. You're not doing matching. I don't think we're gonna do matching. You (laughs) and Joe always do matching. (laughs) Well, I love doing matching. It's easy, and it forces him to be something that's not like 
stupid or with like minimal effort. Because like one year with this friend, oh, they were all like nuns together. And I was like, can you oh, not be like a nun? like the bunny like boys. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, we'll do, we're either going to be like disco people. Okay, that'll be cute. And I'm basing these off of outfits that I've been wanting to wear. Right. Or that I found online. Right. That are like more high-end outfits. I mean, honestly, like the way to think about your Halloween costume is like, what do I look the best in? And then mm-hmm. like you morph your brain around like, this could be yeah, a disco. So it's yeah, just kind of yeah, like. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I think we're going to do disco. And then we're going to do a second costume. But I honestly forgot what it was. What was it? What are you guys, disco? What are you guys doing for Halloween? Oh, we have no idea. Okay. Yeah, me neither. It's just all up in the air. So we'll we'll coordinate. So we'll do we'll something. <laughs> so we're gonna do something. Yeah. I still Joe still needs to meet your boyfriend. I know. That'll happen soon. I think they have Double friends date. that overlap. Probably. If all of Joe's friends are like Well, we okay, I'm, we already stalked Joe on Instagram and I made him go on his Instagram and see who <laughs> Joe have in common. So we already know. <laughs> oh, they may have friends in common. We, You're yeah. like, I know the exact person, <laughs> the exact people. <laughs> I already know they do have friends in common, so yeah. Okay, perfect. Where well, what are y'all gonna be? Or what are you gonna be? I have no clue. I don't know. I'm Me and there. Austin were gonna be the city girls. I was gonna be JT and she was gonna be Carisha. But mm-hmm. every year I just feel like me and Austin try to do like a very extravagant Halloween costume and mm-hmm. we both don't do anything in time. Remember when we were gonna be bring it on? Oh yeah. Did you we ever do gonna, bring it on? No, I never did it. Should we do bring it on? We hey, I'm open to all ideas. Maybe I'll do one costume with joe if we end up doing two things no or we're gonna do coyote ugly Mm. that was the one that'd be a good one yeah okay these are things to consider Mm -hmm. we'll talk after this okay okay so spooky stories before i had iman on in mind for this episode i had to send her a quick text and say iman do you believe in ghosts because that was like a precursor to being on this episode because i needed like the perfect response and iman sent me back the perfect response she was like yeah, but there's like like five to ten percent of me that like doesn't believe it, and like you're reserved for not. It's like every story, I'm like, okay, I obviously am believing you, but there's like that five percent that's like, I wasn't there. I don't. I yeah, wasn't there. I don't believe you. That's yeah. like the perfect answer for yeah. an episode like this because you can't be full into ghosts. But I will say I've been making some theories about ghosts that I have never shared before <laughs> in my research. <laughs> I feel like people don't, or maybe people do know that you actually are like so into like aliens and ghosts and like so really weird stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe people don't know because no one will actually talk about it with you. The second you start talking about aliens and you're like, do you know? I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> the aliens, I can't, I can't, I can't do here. it anymore. So maybe people don't know because no one wants to talk about it with you. But Well, Joe loves talking about it. But Joe's a big conspiracy guy, a mm. conspiracy theorist, and he simultaneously believes everything and believes nothing which is like me right you know what I mean it's actually a great match it's a lovely it's you like, guys found each other yeah right he indulges me enough but I was thinking I do believe in ghosts and I think that people obviously see something yeah but I don't know if they're like creepy eerie ghosts that are haunting or if they just like what I think exist in a different dimension than us so we can't even see them and then sometimes you can't see them because like the veil is overlapping yeah okay I could go either way. Like, I, I feel like that could way. be it. That's a theory that I have. Same with aliens. Yeah. Like, I truly think it's very possible for like there to be beings all around us right now. And we can't tell because we're just like little humans and we don't we're not able to perceive them. Like, you know, how, like dogs can like sense ghosts. Sometimes yeah. they would say things like that. Like, what if they just have like they're they existing on a on a higher plane than us. <laughs> And we think that there are pets, but really we're their pets. Oh, that's you know interesting. I mean? yeah. And they are aware and we're not. Like they're I can see that. I can definitely see that. that that's makes my, a lot of sense. That's my theory on ghosts. So, yeah, I believe they're real, but not in like a creepy, eerie sense. Yeah. Though there are some creepy, eerie stories in here about yeah. ghosts. Though it's an accident, guys. I'm the ghost lawyer. They didn't actually mean <laughs> to scare you. <laughs> they didn't know. They had no idea they were being creepy. Can we talk about notifications for a second? Who actually leaves those sounds on anymore? Well, besides that kind. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether your thing is vintage teas or recipes for ghee, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of your favorite businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll create an online store in your vibe, discover new customers, and grow the following that keeps them coming back. 
Shopify has all the sales channels sorted so your business keeps growing from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free libraries full of educational content, Shopify's got you every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify, and you will too. I actually use Shopify to start my clothing brand, Full Disclosure, about a year and a half ago, and they made that part of my business so, so simple. The back end is incredibly intuitive to use, and I just felt like I was really supported on the website side, as well as just like making the daily sales and marketing, learning a lot through their educational tools. I highly, highly recommend Shopify if you're looking to start a business with minimal or, you know, a lot of expertise on the back end of things like web design, marketing, et cetera. When you're ready to launch your thing into the spotlight, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform backing millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Go on, try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash note to self, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash note to self to start selling online today. That's shopify.com slash note to self. I used to care so much about portraying a perfect life and acting like everything was okay when really things were far from it. I was secretly battling anxiety, depression, and an eating disorder. So it was a lot. I'm Victoria Garrick, former Division I athlete, mental health advocate, and host of RealPod. Every Wednesday, I sit down with celebrities, athletes, entrepreneurs, and more to talk about the inner thoughts and feelings that we're all struggling with. So leave the filters and facetunes at the door and join me on RealPod. Okay, so let's just get right into these. Some are longer than others, but again, I tried to get like a good grouping together. Okay. All right. Okay, so this girl says, I have a good one. You better. It better be good. Leading in like that. So as a child, I had an imaginary friend named Sarah up until I turned four when my brother was born and they never heard about her again. I'm assuming this is her family never heard about her again. My parents had to set a place for her at the table, open doors, hold her hand across the street, etc. One time at three years old, I told my mom that Sarah was smoking cigarettes in my room and my mom said, tell her Santa won't bring her any Christmas presents. And I came back and said, she laughed and said, tell your mom I got them from Santa, the cigarettes. That's like really imaginative for a three-year-old. Okay. Yeah. Fast forward 30 years to me living with my boyfriend in Baltimore. I think I'm sort of sensitive to things. I have seen my grandmother's ghost, have had two or three premonitions. I've seen mediums, etc. So I had seen a ghost next to my grandmother's vintage vanity, and I had seen her before, but this was thinner than she was, but I thought maybe it was just her and her younger prime. Both times, it's a white moving sort of light reflecting with some general features, not super specific, but the first time... I knew it was my grandma from her size, hair, and face shape. My boyfriend is out of town, and I download the stupid ghost tracker app for a phone. So I walk over all over our 2,500-square-foot apartment, flex, (laughs) and the only place it says entity detected is right near the vanity where I saw the ghost. So it says, do you want to ask a question? And I wrote, what's your name? Thinking maybe it's my grandma, but also this is probably stupid. But it wrote back, Sarah. I generally don't get spooked because I'm into it all, but I was shook and I was like, who the fuck is Sarah? I deleted the app because I was home alone, but now I'm so interested to find out who Sarah is. Also worth noting, I was a twin in the womb and absorbed my twin. So it's just me. A ghost detector app? I I don't know. First of all, also, how old was Sarah when she was three? Was Sarah also three smoking cigarettes on the balcony? Well, okay, I have two comments. For one... I always heard stories about like imaginary friends growing up, like mm-hmm. people that was always in movies that like people had imaginary friends and like I always wanted mine to come in. So like at one point I tried to force it, like pretend like I had one, but mm-hmm. then I would always forget, blah, blah, mine. I just thought you like got one automatically and yeah, anyways, nothing ever happened. I never got mine, but I never anyways, had, <laughs> I like wanted I never it to got happen mine. to me, but <laughs> it didn't happen too. That was, that's pretty scary. That's pretty creepy. I mean, I will say. Sarah is a pretty common name. Yeah, like you could open the app. But I also think when you're more like open and receptive to those kind of things happening to you. They do. They do. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I don't go about my day thinking about ghosts. Like I, I'm not really hyper aware of those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So I 
I would probably be oblivious to something like that. Yeah. But I feel like when you have your like little third eye open, it's like I kind of feel like you can do more. You can almost manifest them. It's just well, like you're, you're like more looking. aware. You're looking for it too. Like yeah. if it's in the like front of eye, it's like when you're driving on the street and you're like, I'm gonna see a red car. Like you're gonna notice the red cars. Exactly. So I mean, her for example, she said she has seen medium like people who are that into it. I feel mm-hmm. like you're bound to also see those things. You see it, yeah. A twin in the womb though, who absorbed her other twin. Have you ever seen that Office episode where Dwight is like, Have you watched The Office? I don't think it's funny. He, <laughs> you wouldn't think it's funny. I don't get it. It's it's supposed to be awkward and just like weird. I mean, I, I know every single episode I've seen it, the whole thing like six times, maybe I more. I feel like I'm going to get hate for it. I just don't get it. Well, there's a lot of people in that camp, I think. Really? But I do think Parks and Rec is so funny and then people it's don't so understand similar, how yeah. it's so similar. I don't know. I think it's hilarious, best show, but The Office, I don't get it. Maybe you don't connect with Michael. I, yeah, maybe I do have a weird thing about like if a boy is the main character of a show, mm-hmm. for some reason I don't like it as much. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I will say Mindy Kaling wrote a lot of The Office, which is, I love her. Doesn't connect for me. Did you ever watch Never Have I Ever on Netflix? Yeah. That's Mindy Kaling too. I liked it. I loved that show. It was so good. I, I was embarrassed at first because I didn't know us as adults were all watching it. And then all my friends were like, I've seen it too. And I was like, oh, thank God. No, I, I, I binge watch every season. It was good. Well, anyways, in, in the show, Dwight said he like had a twin that he absorbed in the womb. So now he has the strength of a full grown man and a little baby. <laughs> so that's what you have. <laughs> yeah. So Iman's like, not funny. <laughs> it was, it's kind of funny. It was a little it is, funny. It is a little funny. So yeah, Sarah. I'm interested to know who Sarah is. If you find out who Sarah is, please DM me or something. I also thought the story was going to connect like, oh, my mom was going to name my twin Sarah. Well, she should ask for she sure. She should ask. That's That would be my follow-up question. If she didn't have a name, maybe Sarah named herself. I don't right. know. Right. Oof. Okay. We'll see. All right. This one's in a little bit of a different direction. Last year on Halloween night, my friend and I had a sleepover at my house. We were watching TikToks on my bedroom floor together with the lights dimmed for like a spooky effect. My bedroom door was unusually wide open and all of a sudden a guy in a large jacket was walking down the stairs towards my room. I thought it was my brother or dad trying to scare us since it was Halloween night so I closed my door but this guy opened my door and I didn't recognize him. I thought my parents knew him so my friend and I tried to be nice and act like this was normal. Unsurprisingly he tried to harass us and was definitely on drugs. My mom was upstairs at the time so we didn't think he was a house intruder until my friend ran upstairs and he walked after her and I called out to my mom. Turns out he has already harassed my other neighbors that night and he had just walked straight into our house and went immediately to my room without anyone noticing. He had also looked through my ground level windows beforehand and watched my friend and I without us knowing because the police found his footprints in the snow later on. This was especially spooky because his jacket had a skull on the back and this happened to be Halloween night. That is so scary, especially because I feel like on Halloween night you're like giving the candy out so you don't lock your door. Yes. And you're like, oh, oh my God. God. And just walks Ugh. by, like, sight unseen by her whole family. That freaks me out. I also have a window ground level in my room, and I'm always just like, no one's watching. That used to, scre- like, it's really so freak scary. the fuck out of me. when I. So Iman lives in an apartment that my friend Kelsey also lived in with her, and Iman took over Kelsey's room, and I used to spend the night at Kelsey's all the time, and that window used to freak me out so much. It's It's really scary, especially when the window's open. I don't think anyone can go back there, but I'm always just, like, aware. Especially if a scary movie's on, I'm always just feel like a face is going to look back on me. Yeah. Well, Kelsey would like sleep with that window open. And I'd be like, Kelsey Conroy. I will I listen not. to way too many murder podcasts for that information. Nothing like this has ever happened to me. But no. that is absolutely horrifying. You know what the creepiest part about that is? Is the watching. Like, I always think I'd be the first to die in a horror movie because I have so much anxiety that I need to know right now if I'm going to die or not. So it's like fight or flight. I'm like going to fight because at least I know at that point... I'm dying right now or I'm not dying right now. I understand that. You know what I mean? And yeah. being watched, oh, that's my biggest fear ever. That's the scariest part of this whole thing Just is being like people like, watching you. But you don't know. I honestly might rather be dead. So That was very, very scary. Yeah. That's a really, really That was creepy. a good one. Look, I got anxious. Look at, literally, look at my foot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to get the chills or something. There's some creepy ones. Next. We're going back to ghosts. We're pivoting. Okay. Okay. This is long. I am so sorry. But I was in New Orleans staying in an Airbnb in the French Quarter about three and a half years ago. Oh, God. New Orleans already. I know. It's terrifying. The second I saw New Orleans, I was like, okay, I'm I'm reading it. (laughs) I have to read it. Okay. 
I had been to New Orleans a bunch of times and knowing all the spooky stories was fascinating to me, but never once personally experienced anything slightly weird being there before this. So a couple of friends and I checked into this beautiful classic Airbnb apartment with zero weird vibes on first glance and no reviews stating anyone experienced anything haunted. The owner had left a bottle of champagne for us, so we opened it to pregame before going out to dinner the first night and each had about one full glass as there were five or six of us sharing. We all felt completely hammered. I love the details already. Right? I love this. I like this. Someone paints this like the, the picture. We all felt completely hammered after that glass thinking it was extremely strange, but not really that concerned considering we had to unwrap and pop open the bottle, hence confirming we weren't drugged, we assumed. Later that night, coming back from a late dinner, a little tipsy but nothing over the top, I looked up at the second floor balcony that was attached to our Airbnb and saw a white woman with dark hair to about her shoulders wearing a white t-shirt and sitting at a little table on our balcony smoking a cigarette. If you've been to New Orleans, it was one of those long wire balconies that face outward onto the street that aren't very high above the first floor. I just watched her and held eye contact for the entirety of walking to the front door of the small complex's outer courtyard, and I realized I smelled zero smoke, which I thought was very odd. So I told my friends, like, hey, do we share a balcony with the neighbors? No one was worried because we honestly couldn't remember, but when we got back to the apartment, we checked the balcony to find we certainly did not share it with anybody. I told the girls about what I saw and moved on with our night. At that point, I'd be like, "Mm, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. Okay, one of my friends went to go shower in the middle of our shower and saw one of our friends, in quotes, walk into the bathroom and look around by the sink. After she asked one of my dark-haired friends while she came into the bathroom and what she needed, kind of laughing, thinking it was weird she wasn't responding when looking through her things on the counter, my friend replied by saying she never went into the bathroom and had been eating chips in the living room the whole time with the rest of us, which was true. Moments later, the lock chain and door handle on the door started violently shaking, and we all literally thought we were about to get fucking murdered without a single doubt in our minds. The doorknob was turning, and the chain was flying around like crazy, which I don't know why it makes me laugh looking back, but it was just so absurd that I can't believe it. Anyways, it stopped within about 30 seconds, and we looked to see if anyone was outside and didn't see a single soul. There was a little window by a curtain by the door. You could see through, but only shadows, and we didn't see anything during the shaking which we realized was actually really disturbing but comforting because we realized it probably wasn't a human. (laughs) We all go to sleep in a room with two full beds in it, smushed together because we're horrified. That night around 4 a.m., my friend sleeping closest to the balcony hears someone on the balcony talking very angry on the phone, she assumed, and she sees a shadow pacing back and forth. She generally thought it was one of us on the phone with a boyfriend in a fight for whatever reason, so didn't think much of it, but ended up getting up to check about five minutes into having to listen to the mumblings to see if it, whoever it was was okay and didn't see anything or anyone out there. She immediately woke us all up and we ended up leaving the Airbnb about an hour later and said, fuck it, we're out. I like fully believe that story. Some Me stories too. I'm like, no, I don't know. I fully believe that story. And also I hate when like stories like that happen and they're like, yeah, whatever. Like, we'll just stay here. I like how they were like, get. The, I would never go back to New Orleans Well, again. that's how you know they're serious. Yeah. They're like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. I 100% think new orleans is haunted i think there's like a lot of darkness going yeah. on there it's also one of my favorite cities for food and stuff I've i never love new been orleans before but my grandma's from there and yeah. she actually moved to la like away from her family because all of her siblings were like into witchcraft into like stuff like that so she literally left her family because she was like you guys are so fucking scary i need to get away oh my gosh and yeah, new orleans is confirmed creepy i do want to go because i think like in the right situation, I would be down to stay at a haunted hotel. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> you're literally crazy. But I think if you're like, I don't know, maybe I'm just like insane. I'm like, the ghost would be my friend probably. <laughs> okay. Well, no one, I hope no one goes with you. I hope you literally go by yourself and you're just vlogging in the room by yourself. I am um, intrigued with the New Orleans and like the haunting stuff going on there. I, I fell down a rabbit hole on TikTok once. I would love to go to New Orleans not with you, but <laughs> I would love to go. That sounds like a really fun place. But yeah, that yeah. story is crazy. They have the best, best food. Shrimp and grits that. are like my favorite. Shrimp and grits. I order them at every meal in New Orleans. Beignets. What else? I went for Mardi Gras one year, which was oh, I want to go wild. I want to go and so much fun. I actually just had a hotel reach out to me about going to New Orleans. It's not haunted though. Not haunted. Okay. No. Bye. <laughs> Fine. If you're gonna beg me, I'm in. <laughs> 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. If you're among them, know you're not alone and that there is a solution you can trust to deliver results. 
Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism through whole body health. I personally use Nutrafol and it's the only thing I have ever, ever taken supplement-wise to help grow my hair in terms of length and thickness. I just feel like my hair always looks more full when I take Nutrafol. My mom also loves this. She swears by Nutrafol. It's helped her a lot with her hair health overall. Nutrafol has three unique formulas to support women throughout all stages of life, including postpartum and menopause. Each formula is physician-formulated using natural, drug-free, medical-grade ingredients and consistently effective dosages so you get the most reliable results. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. 3,000-plus top doctors and stylists recommend Nutrafol as an effective and high-quality solution for healthier hair. Nutrafol is also a simple addition to your daily routine. Just four pills a day, and you'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair in three to six months. This is really important because I really started noticing benefits after three months, so you do have to consistently take these supplements in order to see the benefits. To me, a 1,000, 1,000% worth it. I just throw them into my normal daily supplement routine. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support Note to Self by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code Note to Self to save $15 on your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code Note to self, and just to note, there are no spaces in note to self. It's just note to self. Okay, let's go to the next one. All right. My boyfriend and I were out at his house in the Midwest country last summer, 2021. One night, we were having a night stroll under the stars when an orb of light appeared in front of us. We were super confused, chalked it up to being a drone or street light, and continued on. That's until it began moving irrationally. His farm animals all began making a ruckus and the orb began darting around in fast forward motions in all directions before completely disappearing within seconds in front of our eyes. We aren't big UFO or alien believers, but there truly wasn't anything else to explain the movements and how big this orb was being within feet from our viewing. We thought that was the end until it happened again the next night and again on the next night at the same time, 10 p.m., another orb of light. Being summer, we were coming back home later, and we saw the orb appear above his cornfield in front of us. This time, wait, the orb, did they say where they are? Like what? In the Midwest, okay. somewhere. This time, the orb split into three, and all three began making weird movements, darting back and forth, growing bigger and smaller. All while the farm animals went crazy, and our bodies went cold with fear. We ran to get his mom to come witness what we were seeing, and when we came back, it was gone. The third and last night we saw, the orb was a bit further from us this time and did all the same actions as before, except this time we watched and tried to completely stay focused on the orb. It grew into a bigger and bigger beam of light before suddenly and altogether disappearing. We never saw those orbs again, but if you look up UFO orb sightings on Google or look up videos on YouTube, you'll see what we saw. There's also several science documentaries regarding government files on UFO sightings. What we saw was to a T what they described as being a UFO. I don't have any crazy things happen often, and this has shaken me to my core on what we saw, why it showed itself to us, and why it was intending, and what it was intending. I read UFOs will only make themselves visible if they feel positive and pure energy, so I'll chalk it up as I'm a bestie material for the space friends. See, that's my that's my logic. <laughs> that actually sounds really, really cool. That does sound really cool. Like, that cool. doesn't freak me out at all. I, I would love to see something like that. I mean, I don't think aliens really freak me out. No. Like them visiting Earth doesn't freak me out. It'd be kind of cool. It'd be cool. I mean, I think if aliens can come to us, here we go. <laughs> I think if aliens can come to us, they're smarter than us. So they're probably more peaceful because I feel like the more civil and smart you are, the more peaceful you are. And the mo- more like rudimentary you are and like essentially stupid like humans are. I yeah, agree. The more if violent they can you come are. To- okay. Yeah. I agree. Because you're more with scared, that. you know? Like they're not going to be scared of us. I don't know. I think that that's really cool. I would have, I mean, did she like try to take a photo of it? Was she too scared to because she didn't, she didn't know if say. it was going to go away? She didn't say. But it sounds like a movie. Sometimes yeah. with submissions like this and like Ask P, I like have to read them thoroughly and be like, 
is this the plot of a movie someone's fucking with me? Because, <laughs> you know, I'd be, like, I would be the dumbass to like read an, the entire plot of like E.T. And, and then, then be, like, be like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. The aliens are so real. <laughs> that's actually really funny. I no, I aliens. would love this. This one didn't freak me out. No. I think that stuff's cool. Space is cool. I'm obsessed with space. I didn't realize how obsessed with space I was until. Would you go there. to space? Probably. If that was like likely that I would come back. I mean, there's no way to be likely. I mean, you have a great chance. Like, I don't know. Someone, Jeff Bezos is sending you to space in like the best possible yeah, equipment yeah. there as you're going. Yeah. I have a friend in D.C. who she's a lobbyist for a company that sends civilians to space. And she actually wanted to have my dad. She like passed on my dad's resume to be like to learn the, everything and either be like someone who trains people or to actually go himself. And they send just like a bunch of rich people who can buy the seats to space. That's like, essentially what they're lobbying how long, for. How long? How long do people go? I don't know. I don't know all the details. Usually, when I was with her, we were drinking martinis. <laughs> I would not go to space. Really? Never. I think there'd be something kind of creepy and eerie about it but like I could tell why that's really 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 exciting I just kind of feel like what do I need to go for yeah well why not it's I just have no interest yeah it's like a little too much like huge risk the reward is like I see what do you Mm -hmm. what people say astronauts say that there's something that happens to you when you actually look at the world like from that far removed and you look down at earth and they're People have like reported coming back just being like, mm, I can do whatever I want. Mm, I you know can what I mean? That. Like, I think it instills a confidence in you, maybe, or like you just a different perspective, like literally looking at it from a different perspective, but also emotionally. But then there's people that return from space and they're like, nothing is cool anymore. Oh, like, because I did the coolest thrill, thing. That's that. Yeah. And they don't know how to, like, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of like returning from war or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, some people just are like, what is. What am I even doing with my life? Yeah. Can't ever be normal again. I don't know. I mean, it's cool, obviously. Mm-hmm. I guess I just don't have an interest. Yeah, in space. What's your, like, go to space level interest or dream? But, like, I don't even like leaving L.A. I don't yeah. know if you know that about me. Like, I don't like really leaving my yeah, house. Los Angeles. Or, well, definitely not your house. Definitely not. My, like, I don't really like going anywhere mm-hmm. in general. It's just not really my personality. You're, you're such a homebody. I love going to Palm Springs. Yeah. And that's it. That's far. Yeah. Did I tell the people that you grew up in Los Angeles? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I'm from here. I just have no, I don't know what it is about it. I just have no interest in like seeing the world. Like so many people have this thing of like, I want to go to Europe. Mm-hmm. I want to spend half my life in, I don't know, Greece or Poland, wherever yeah, people yeah. want to go. I just like don't have that thing in me. It's, mm-hmm. it's. Well, bizarre. I think you're also like. You are a big relationship person, not like romantic relationship. I mean, like relationship with your friends and your family yeah. and all this stuff. And you're very like deep about that. So I feel like that's where you're like exploring. You know yeah. what I mean? Some people physically explore. I think that everything important to you is like oh, in the people you're around. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I mean, if my entire friends group, I, like my entire friends group mm-hmm. went somewhere, I'd be like, fine, I have to go. Yeah. Other than that, I just... <laughs> I just don't feel that bug to like need to go places. Yeah. You are also from Los Angeles and not like yeah. a small town. You know yeah, what I mean? I that's think that true. it's easier to not care to leave when you're from a town of like how many people live here? Like 10 million people. Yeah. But I am from like a small, I'm from Sherman Oaks, which is yeah, like small community, a little within. more, I don't know, like. Yeah. You have, but you have everything at your footstep yeah. or doorstep here. You can do whatever you want. There's yeah. so much to do in LA. I mean, it'd be impossible in even a lifetime to try to do everything there is to do here. Or explore yeah. every everything here, yes. which is why I like it. I, which is why I'm not going to space. <laughs> In conclusion, Iman's not going to space. Mm-mm. What if we're taken over and we all have to flee to space? Would you rather just die on Earth? <sighs> Would you rather? <laughs> Honestly, like maybe because once everything is like crumbling and we all have to like go to this new thing, I might just be over it. Mm-hmm. I strongly would still not want to go. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't like want to evacuate. You'd be like, let me just stay in my apartment. It's just like everything would just be changing. I hate change. Mm-hmm. So everything would just like. Yeah. I feel like everyone hates change. changing and like then I would just be over it. I'm addicted to change somehow, but it's not good. It's like a it's a really an addiction. Like when things settle down and stop changing, like I get like really uncomfortable. Like I feel like I need to flee. 
<laughs> like, which is so true. Away. I mean, like I feel trapped, but that's something for me to discuss with my therapist on BetterHelp. <laughs> That'd be great to put the ad there. <laughs> you actually should. Oh, yeah. Well, you actually live ha- have lived a lot of places. Yeah. Nothing as exciting as Los Angeles, though. True. True. Okay. Here's another one. So on a girl's trip to Colorado, I was like 11. We watched The Shining before going to the Stanley Hotel the next day, the hotel it's based off of. Have you ever seen The Shining? No. Okay. My sister had previously made me watch The Grudge at like seven years old, so I literally (laughs) still slept with my mom at this point from terror. The Grudge used to scare the living shit out of me. Yes. I could never watch it. That oh, And The Ring. Oh, my God. Yeah, all those movies were really very scary. Really scary. Okay. Anyways, we watch The Shining, go to the hotel, and my sister comes up to me freaking out saying, look at the picture she just took of the grand staircase in the hotel. Of course, I look at the staircase in the picture, and there's a little girl on the camera, but not in real life. I lost my shit, but it turns out my sister took a picture of a photo (laughs) on the wall of that bitch. (laughs) The Shining, it's like the two little girls in the hallway. Have you seen that photo? It's like the, the twins holding hands. Yes. Or it's Jack Nicholson, like, like trying to like knife his way through this door like with half of his face i'll show you the photo like you've probably seen the photo because it's been used in other things times i love when siblings do stuff like that Mm -hmm. also do you ever find that like i know if i'm watching a scary movie with someone who's more scared than me i feel a lot more brave watching the movie like i'm just like yeah whatever it's not even scary but if i'm the one who's more scared everything scares me Mm -hmm. so i feel like that's the trick of getting through scary movies you have to find someone more scared than you because then it becomes everything becomes funny yeah well I, in a similar vein, am like that with people who are anxious. So like, for example, I'm anxious about everything and I always get a bad mood. I have to, I'm like, my mind's working really fast. I get overwhelmed. But if Joe is anxious about something, which is really rare, I snap into like, everything's going to be fine. We're all, everything's going to be okay. Like I can, you just, you have to balance the other person out. Yeah. It like morphs you, Uh which is really interesting. It is really interesting. But it's also cool, especially in relationships, because then it's not both people at the same time yeah usually he's the most calm one i will say but if we're actually in like something stressful i will say i handle like stress better than he does but he's just never really that stressed about yeah, stuff i was just talking about this with my boyfriend too he was talking about how he feels like i'm more anxious like in the little things mm-hmm. but when it's a really big thing i'm always just like you're so dramatic like i was yes. telling him he's but it's like i feel like the day today is like harder for us mm-hmm. and then the bigger things is like okay Let's just figure this out. Well, I think we're also we're overthinking one and we're always waiting for like impending doom. Yes. So when a doom does come, we're like, we've oh. been preparing this for this our whole lives. I've been ready for this forever. <laughs> I'm calm. No, exactly. <laughs> I'm absolutely calm. That is hilarious. We used to do stuff like this to my little brother all the time because he's 12 years younger than me and eight years younger than Riley. And we would oh, just God. like either freak him out or like try to convince him of something that's not real. Like I have a very visceral memory of and He remembers this, too, because it was somehow traumatizing for him we were in the car and riley and i were just like fucking with him he's probably four or five like talking age kids are probably so like mean. five and we were telling him that his name is chris and i don't know how this started but we just were like oh mom dad didn't tell you your name is chris and he kept being like my name is brooke so we'd be like no and keep in mind no keep in no, mind i'm chris. literally 17 okay i'm like an adult and i'm like terrorizing him and Riley, like, you know, when you just like work with your sibling, like yeah, we just, just went works. on whatever each other were saying. Yeah. So he's freaking out about Chris. And then we convinced <laughs> him he's actually a mosquito. And we kept calling him okay, Chris the mosquito. Is actually The Chris <laughs> thing is like really funny. The mosquito. <laughs> what was the basis of the mosquito? I think one of us just said it. And the other one was like, oh, my God, you don't know. <laughs> and he was sobbing, crying in the back seat, And we were just like holding it together, keeping our cool. And recently he's 17 now. He, the other day, was talking about something and he was like, oh, it's Chris the Mosquito. And I was like, you remember that? He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks it's funny now, but he like literally was traumatized you by this Chris one moment. A, that's just like what siblings do. And when you you're to. the youngest one, it's just kind of like, sorry. Mm-hmm. You have sorry. to you have to take this mm-hmm. from me. <laughs> Chris the Mosquito was really funny. It was just me and my sister growing mm-hmm. up. So I wish we had a third one so I could bounce off. Because just me doing it by myself, you don't get the... laughing with someone it's like you have to do it on your own then you know you're so funny but no one even knows yeah and you didn't have anyone to yeah to to witness how funny you were and then talk about it later so funny and no one even gets to see this at that point it's just kind of like mean 
yeah. for no reason. Exactly. You're not even putting on a show of any kind. No, it's just like mean, which obviously I was mean, mm-hmm. but I was definitely mean. Yeah. Oh, poor Riley. I was mean to Riley first. Brooks was a little too young for me to yeah. be like actually it's mean It's like, okay, to. Mean, like grow up. Yeah, I literally bit. at some yeah. point of like 17 years old. <laughs> you're a mosquito. <laughs> you're a, that's like the meanest thing I ever did to him. Otherwise, I'd just be like, Brooks, yeah. he still does the thing. Like, again, him being 17 years old, this he is 6'2 already. He's like growing, I know, when growing. I see the photos of him, I'm like, what? He wears Joe's size shoe. And every time I see him, he's taller and just growing like a weed. And also like his body like right now, his neck is really long. So that means he's like going to grow into his oh. neck. So he's just getting bigger and bigger to match his Jeez. long giraffe neck. <laughs> Hopefully. I wonder how big he's going to be. I don't know. I feel like my grandpa's like 6'5". So I feel like probably around that size. Around Joe's height. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised. And right. Ri- wait. I know this has nothing to do with this. Uh-huh. But Riley's. She's 5'5". Five five. She's shorter than me. But isn't she pregnant? Yes. She is pregnant. But she's still working. And they're living in a tiny house right now. Outside of Fort Worth. Like an actual tiny house? Well, they keep explaining it like a tiny house, but I think it's like just a small house, not a tiny house. Because Noah, her husband, is like almost Joe's height. He's going to be like 6'3". Oh, wow. And then the baby and dogs. I'm like, there's no way you're living in an actual tiny house. Maybe it's just the chic way of saying a small house. <laughs> I know they're like, we're in a tiny house. That's <laughs> We're in a tiny house. But yeah, her pregnancy is going well. I'm going back home. I think by the time y'all are listening to this, I will have gone back home for her baby shower, Aww. which is really cute. She's having a girl. Her name is Reese. That name works like so well with your mm-hmm. family names. Yeah. Well, the way they told me to was on Mother's Day. And I was just like, we were all sitting in the, the living room and I, my grandma and my mom, we gave them flowers. And I was like, turned to Riley to say, when are we going to be giving you flowers? And I turn around and Brooks was handing her flowers and saying really loudly. And then one for Riley. And I remember just like being like, that was so weird that I was literally just about to say that. And she, everyone's like, she's pregnant. Wow. Well, wow. congrats. Thanks. I want to be an aunt. I want to be the crazy drunk aunt I that I always wanted wait. to be. That's going to be hilarious. <laughs> I thought I would. I thought that would be my my really my claim to fame in life is being the single crazy drunk aunt who like eat, pray, loves around the world and just. But you're also like, free. yeah, I can see you being both. Yeah. Well, now I'm at Joe and now I have baby fever. Yeah. Oh, Mm, we can talk about that later. Okay. Okay. So this girl says, hi, love you and your podcast. Thank you. So I've always believed in spirits and ghosts. Of course. Of course. My kind of person. I live in an older apartment in DC, so I have to go down to the basement to do laundry. Ugh. Yeah. No. Very scary. Now, let me tell you, the basement is the creepiest place I've ever seen. Of I had, it is. <laughs> I had to catch a flight early one morning and needed to pick up the rest of my laundry. So I walked down there around 5 a.m., and I thought it would be okay because people wake up at that time. I got off the elevator and heard a man's voice and felt breath by my ear. I turned around ready to defend myself and no one was there. I started to look around in disbelief and just continued to the laundry room. You have to pay to start the machines and I used three. One of mine was still spinning even though I only paid for it a day before. I thought maybe someone kindly paid for mine. But as I was getting my clothes out, the next one next to me started spinning. And then the third one did the same. The lights begin to flicker and I left my stuff and ran back to the elevator and to my apartment. Uh, mine's definitely not the scariest story, but it was spooky and I will never go down there alone again. Those type of laundry rooms, like the basement, the second I heard mm-hmm. that, I was like, there's no way. Even the outside laundry room freaks me out. And I didn't realize until I moved to L.A. how rare it is to have laundry in unit or how it's one of those things that yeah. if, if an apartment has that, they like flaunt it. They're like, we even have AC and like laundry in unit because I'm from Fort Worth mostly like. Yeah, we there is an unheard of to one, not have AC in Texas and two to not have laundry in your home or in your yeah. unit. You know what I mean? Like even in, I guess in college we had dorms. But other than that, even How in, college, was it in D.C., we had laundry in unit. I think that it's similar to here. And then like New York, they have like yeah. laundry in unit. You have to go to the laundromat or something. But I didn't realize how normal that was for here, obviously, yeah. until I moved here. That sounds terrifying. I lived in a place with well my ex-boyfriend lived in a place like that and mm-hmm. I was like I went down there one time and I was like what Mm-mm. you're going down there no all the time it was the creepiest scariest thing ever it's creepy just with no ghosts yeah well it's creepy just with other humans yeah like being oh a God, woman especially with other humans. yeah it's worse with other humans so then the I idea of like the breathing on the, in the there's no way mm-hmm. my clothes would be dirty for the rest of my life would you rather encounter a scary man down there or a ghost 
probably a ghost. Me too. Yeah. Definitely me too. Definitely a ghost. Whenever I first moved here also, my mom like made me go look for apartments that didn't have the outside laundry because we always heard like crazy, crazy stories stuff. of women like just being attacked. Yeah, I can see that. Doing their laundry and stuff. Which also, I'm the person that like, I'm naked in my apartment all the time and like I take stuff straight from the laundry and put it on my body. So I'm like, I like the luxury of just yeah. like not having to go anywhere and like get dressed to go to the laundry. Yeah, you know? it's not, it's definitely a luxury that I yeah. guess I, you don't realize until you don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. Especially here. Okay, let's see. Okay, not really all that terrifying, but one time my mom and sister were yelling at me to come watch this video with them. They were like, oh my God, see if you can see the ghost and they're offering money if you see it. So eight-year-old me has my nose pinned to the computer screen and it turns out that it's a car commercial where the monster jumps out. When I say my knees gave out and I started scream crying, <laughs> you would have thought someone died. My mom and sister almost peed themselves from laughing so hard. I've done that to my sister before. You have? Yeah. Oh, I where, know that. You, do you know what the maze game is where you play the maze game and yes. then when you lose the my the sister bawled and I was literally bawling from <laughs> laughing so hard. This is the best prank ever. <laughs> is that worse or better than Chris the Mosquito? That is not as good as Chris the Mosquito. <laughs> I think that might be meaner. I'd be more mad about Chris the, about the ghost. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was so funny. My parents laughed. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I didn't get in trouble. I feel like that's always funny. Just scaring. Scaring yeah. never gets old. Never, mm-hmm. never. Me and my boyfriend do scaring wars. Really? Day. Yes. Ugh. And then I'm like, wait, but don't do it back because I'm going to be so scared. Yeah, but like, then no I just I'm like, no, seriously, don't do it back. <laughs> I can't handle it. No, I have anxiety. <laughs> All right. <I> think so. <laughs> this is the last one. Okay. During high school, I worked at a candy shop in the historic part of Old Town San Diego. We would have to wear dresses from the 1800s and everything in the shop had to be historically accurate to fit the scene. Oh, God, already scary. I know. I used to open the shop occasionally and would always get weird vibes like I wasn't alone. That is so true. That happens to me sometimes where I, I like, sense something around me. But not scary usually, just like something's there. But I'm not like by myself, I guess. Let's see. We actually had security cameras in the small shop and one time they caught something somewhat shocking. Occasionally, we would miss a candy scoop when cleaning up for the night and it would get left on the top of a candy lid jar instead of put back in the basket. Overnight, the security cameras caught some motion of one of the scoops getting dragged off of the lid in a way like a child was reaching for it. Eventually, the scoop fell to the floor and that was it. I would love for someone to explain how gravity would be the culprit here since the way it was moving on the lid and fell was nothing like I've ever seen before. I have the video if you want me to send it. Also, next to our shop was a smoke and cigar shop, and I used to talk with one of the employees there who said he had seen a ghost child running around the back room of the shop. There's all kinds of ghost action in Old Town, so I'm not very surprised. Please send the video if you're watching this. Have Have you been to Old Town, San Diego? No. I've been to San Diego Bunch, but not Old Town. Old Town. I want to go there so bad. Of course you do. And just like creep around. Uh, yeah, I, I want to see the video a little yeah. bit, kind mm-hmm. of. But it does scare just me a little. To, just to troubleshoot, see if something is, if it is gravity. Maybe because it, it could be. Yeah, I mean, I guess I feel like if I lived in a haunted place, I would have the mindset like you have like, oh, ghosts are, could be not Anywhere. bad. Yeah, They're yeah. just like chilling. They're just hanging out. They're just hanging out. I would have to have that mindset. Well, yeah. I think otherwise, I mean, obviously there are mean ghosts. That's yeah. really only in movies. I've never heard of mean ghosts in real life. Ghosts are like getting really bad rap. They need better PR. <laughs> and as their lawyer, I'd like to say they're innocent until proven the PR guilty. PR move for all ghosts yeah. needs to be. <laughs> we need we need that guess, for all yeah. those PR moves. Oh, girl boss town. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone's innocent until proven guilty. And explain to me how you convict a ghost and make sure that they're guilty. You can't. So they're all innocent, innocent. in my eyes. Plus, they already had to live and die. Let's be nice. Food for thought. Food for thought. That is a very patent way to think about it. <laughs> it is. That's the end of my spooky stories. All right. Have you thought of any of your own? Have you made any conclusions? Here's the thing. I, okay, so I'm, I'm actually a little afraid of this podcast because I'm afraid that my third eye might be open now to start mm-hmm. seeing stuff. But I just like walk around work, life like every day is the best day ever, oblivious to anything like mm-hmm. this. So I don't really think I've been noticing, but I'll keep you updated on if yeah. it's I'm well, starting I'm glad to you live with now. a roommate. Yeah, she literally hasn't Give been home around. in like five weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So your boyfriend's there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have not met Iman's boyfriend. He's new. 
He's since I moved away. And you know what's actually really funny is when I was on your last podcast, mm-hmm. I had a different boyfriend and we were talking about my other ex. Yeah. And then now my current boyfriend listened to that. He Googled my name and listened to our old podcast and got all the tea on oh. my exes. And he thought he was so clever and so funny. Wait, I like him. He did his research. He did his research. He listened to the podcast and he... What do you think of it? I mean, I was too, I was like, stop talking. Like, I was just too embarrassed for yeah, him yeah, to yeah. hear like all the tea of the other because it wasn't stuff I was telling him. But yeah, it, it is pretty smart. Well, that makes a good podcast if you're embarrassed with how much information you shared. Yeah. I realized that. I was actually watching that movie. We were watching the Netflix movie, Luckiest Girl Alive. I just watched that last night. It's so crazy. Yeah. I feel like it covered a lot of things that are like just like, you know, popular in media right now. Things that yeah. are brought to our attention on a daily basis. I think they did a really good job of it. Yeah. And it was also like a bunch of different topics where yes. I felt like the movie would like just be about this one thing. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, now it's this. Other. There was, was like, like complexity a lot. going on. Yeah. But there's something that the one of her like editors said that she like during the movie this girl was a writer the main character's mm-hmm. writer she was saying like you need to write to make a good piece you need to write like no one's ever going to like read this yeah and you can't save people you can't like protect people and the way that they act like that's what's going to make a good piece so I always think about that with podcasts because every time I get off the mic well not in something like like this episode but sometimes I'll get off the mic and be like nervous yeah and, like, if you're scared. nervous so that's actually one of our rules that we live by at work, too. Mm-hmm. We have, like, a brand Bible, and one of the things, yeah. like, if you're new, you're a new hire and want to show you, like, how we write, one mm-hmm. of the slides says, like, write as though you can delete it and then don't share it instead. And that's mm-hmm. just, like, how you're supposed to, like, it, yeah. the truth will feel vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And if you feel nothing putting it out, then that's just not, it's not lit. It's too safe. Yeah, it's too safe. It's way too safe. So that's I what I've that. been enjoying, yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to, like, also rope my friends in who will, like, speak candidly yeah and I feel like you're a good person to do that especially with relationships a lot my friend Josie might come on to like spill some major tea tea about her life and she was like I wouldn't consider doing it with anyone besides you because she was like you just spill tea with me I was like shit okay oh my god I'll sell some people out (laughs) we still talk about her laugh in my friend's group oh yeah no that's Claudia oh wait who's wait which one Josie I don't know if you've met Josie or not oh no I haven't she's another like influencer girl her and Claudia and I were definitely close when I lived here um, I know who Josie is okay. yeah and I need to have Claudia back on she was yeah. like on my first guests I would love to get her like drunk enough or something to make her laugh she's hilarious that would be amazing she's well, my vote she, she's your vote <laughs> well thank you so much for coming on you're welcome you can find Iman on social media give us your handle at Iman Abdullah and you can see her vulnerability and workings at winners we're not really strangers mm-hmm perfect for that job i also need to like redo that deck with joe we're not really strangers deck the like little relationship one. Oh yeah if you need all yeah if you need anything I also need just some. let me know okay. i need some okay we're done okay <laughs> bye bye <laughs> thank y'all so much for listening to today's episode you can catch a new episode of note to self every thursday please please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the good stuff I always want to hear from you, so please leave a rating and review if you have a sec. Follow Note to Self on social for all the behind-the-scenes action and more info about the show at NTS by PS on Instagram and at Note to Self Pod on TikTok. And I'll talk to you all next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.